All right, and welcome to another episode of Southern Scrap Nation's podcast for another episode of Unapologetic Idiocy with my boy David Fitzgerald. What up, what up? He's in town, um, and we are going to just cast it up a little bit before we go up. Yeah. So, um, oh, by the way, uh, on the iTunes and SoundCloud, go and write a review. Get your chance to win ESPN Plus uh, for a year and um, UFC 244. So, yeah, make sure you go do that. Um, I announced this coming Monday. So, last chance. You can find that all on Southern Scrap Nation and SouthernScrapNation.com. All right. How have you been? No complaints, dude. How about those fights this morning, huh? Yeah, dude. So, this morning we got to walk in. Um, he got to walk in and we were watching the Singapore fights this morning on ESPN Plus, Damian Maya versus Ben Askren. So we got a little bit of those, and that was kind of fun. Blew off a Muay Thai comp. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Said, fuck that. Yeah. Woke up at 6 today to get here, and we just kind of bailed on that. But that was uh, it was tight. We still got some solid sparring in. Got to catch the fights. What would you think of uh, Askren Maya? I thought it was good, man. You think um, Askren's going to last, or did that – Kind of uh, no, it's it's like how I predicted on the f- on my on the sh- the other show that I did. I don't listen. To no, I know shit. you don't. Um, no one does. <laughs> no one does, dude. I'm just talking to myself. It's speech. <laughs> it's fucking therapy, if anything. Um, but if you are betting out there and listening, uh, I got majority of them right. Uh, so, so, <laughs> so with the Askren Damian Maya fight, I. It went the way I wanted it, or the way I thought it was going to go. Not the way I wanted it to. I have no stake in either of them. Um, but I thought it was going to go that way. Askren took him down, and then once it hit the ground, Damian Maya kind of just was like, okay, well, now that we're here, what are you going to do? And then as soon as he did, he swept him um, in the second round, got on top, landed some strikes, and then the round was over. And then third round, same thing. Damian Maya fashion, s- swept him faked an ankle lock or a heel hook, got on top, and then just from there took his back and choked him out, Damian Maia It's a nice little win for jiu-jitsu. It's kind of been the wrestling show recently. You know, the Khabibs, the the DCs, the Stipes and whatnot. It's nice to see a little jiu-jitsu dub there. Yeah. I, I Especially think- after Crone's loss. That's kind of a – that's a hit. Yeah, Crone uh, is his. His is a whole different story. I think with Damian Maya, what was nice was you got to see a guy who, like with with Tyron Woodley, Askren, or with Tyron Woodley, Damian Maya respected the power, so he had to shoot and try to close distance from miles away. With Ben Askren, it was kind of nice to see Damian Maya go in there and throw hands. Like they went in there and they were throwing back and forth. They were punching each other. Um, Going for take or obviously Askren going for takedowns, but they got in that like dirty boxing position, and Maya wasn't afraid of the power, so he kind of just could bully his way into a good position. Just like I thought. I mean, I figured that was going to happen. You got a guy that used to fight at middleweight, and now he's fighting at welterweight, and then Askren's always fought at welterweight. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty, you know, him like he looks the way he does, and I just figured Maya was going to be like, oh, well, this is going to be a good example or a good reason for me or a good way for me to just close distance easy and be able to implement my game plan. I can't stand the Askren body, man. I know we we touched on that this morning, but 
do you, I mean, I know he's a champion and whatnot. Do you think it's a conditioning? Like, do you think he just naturally looks that way? Or I think it looks lazy. I, no, I think he fights at a weight class that he's smaller for. And so he just doesn't like, I'm sure he eats fine. That, that might be what's, I just think that he doesn't, it, he doesn't, he's not strict with what he eats. So I think he eats clean majority of the time because he's an athlete. I just think the other time, it's kind of like Tom Brady. Like, Tom Brady looks like a, it's got a dad bod and everything, but he, he just. He eats flawlessly. And I don't think he does, like, extra strength and conditioning. I don't think that's a worry for him. Yeah, but he does um, insane recovery. If yeah. he's not, you know, running drills or something, he's laid up, massaged that arm, you know. Well, Askren's style is all technique-based. So there's mm-hmm. nothing about him that he's, That striking was sloppy today. Well, and that's why he, there's no there, – with Damien, there was no uh, there was no respect. He just yeah. walked forward. Which I wasn't that impressed with Maya's no. striking either. But he's – he was no, but he's been in – so the difference is Askren's never been in there with the likes of Anderson Silva. Right. Or he's never been in there with the likes of uh, – uh, I mean, Tyron Woodley hits fucking hard. Who was Askren's biggest opponent in – Bellator. Who would you say was like his Lima? Lima, yeah, or Koroshkov. Both those guys gave him a fucking hell of a fight, but he kind of yeah. just out wrestled them. Because in the wrestling department, like striking wise, definitely not on the same level. But he can kind of smother that. Like it, it, Lima, especially likes to throw leg kicks, so being able to like grab it and then smother them mm-hmm. is great. You can't smother Damian Maya. Like being on top of him is where you fucked up. Right, you fucked right. up already. Huh. So as much as as much as it was a for Askren, as much as it was kind of like a nice thing that the UFC did for him by giving him a fight where a guy didn't, doesn't like to hurt anybody and he'd rather just get in there, and get it quickly done. I mean, he still like took his back and put him out, you know. So as far as what does that mean for Askren? I don't know, man. Yeah, I was about to just about to ask who's next. I mean, for Askren, anybody, anybody uh. just to get a fucking win. But in that welterweight division, it's who's, yeah, violence. who's looking like who's looking for a fight? Dude, in I will pull up the welterweight division um, rankings. Dude, the more like, I feel like I look dirtier after I shower than before I shower. Dude, you, I just, I just kind of look dirty all the time. Dude, you just look homeless. It's okay. I mean, that's kind of my shit. It's in though. Homeless is in. It gets mad chicks. Like I need a place to crash, and then like. <laughs> Also, a little bit of cash to give me on my movie, feet. Do that movie, uh, Spread, with Ashton Kutcher. That's literally what you're talking about. Do I look like, like I watch Ashton Kutcher movies? Dude, it's actually a pretty good Ashton Kutcher movie. I bet it is, man. I'm a big fan. Um, it's, a, it's a movie where it's just a dirty scumbag, and he goes from rich woman to rich woman in the, like, the hills of, of California and kind of just crashes at their spread. And they're like, hey, I'm going out of town. Can you like watch this place for me? And he kind of just like Tight. scumbags his way around until he finds someone that scumbags him. Absolutely. And then, spoiler alert, turns out that she's actually rich herself, but then she just wanted to get her feet dirty in the scumbag world. You got to jump into that, the underworld. And then he like travels to New York to find out that she's got like a nice flat in, in New York City and she's living with this like rich ass dude. And he's like, oh, but you broke my heart. And she's like, I'm just, <laughs> just doing it. I was just doing it because I wanted to feel dirty a little bit. And he's like, oh, you bitch. Dude, sick <laughs> flick, man. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It's like a, it's one of those weird, weird movies where it goes from, oh, I get this. I get where this movie's going. And then you're just like, I, I, I don't know. And then it kind of just ends. 
Like it just like, oh, you bitch, you hurt my heart. And then it kind of just like and goes off. Invest in Uber. And then it's like it follows him for the next couple of days of just like, like feeling like shit. And then it's just like, that's it. <laughs> Tight, dude. I was like, I watched the movie and I go, it was pretty good for the first half. And then you can kind of just well, shut it off halfway through. I'll be sure to catch that one. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for breaking that down. That was my that I mean, you got it. Uh, you, there's no one famous in it, I don't think. Um all right. Usman. Why is right. Jones on there twice? Because pound for pound. Oh, okay. Best in the world. Um all right, so top top ten. Askren was eleven. So let's see who's Gilbert Burns wants to fight Damian Maya, so that, that would be a good fight. And you got fucking you could do Robbie Lawler. What again. a fucking lineup. You do. Well, Vincente Luque fights Johnny. No, next week. Who's he fight? Um, uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. That's right. That's right. So he's already taken Johnny Walker. What am I saying? Or you can get one of these Gamooks. Well, Colby's fighting uh, Usman. Tyron wouldn't fight Askren. So you could get a Ponzinibbio if he wants to come back. You can get a Rafael dos Anjos. Not looking good, dude. Those are some boring fights. But no, for for Ben Askren, it sucks because none of these fights are going to be like you're going to get damage. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't like to get hit. It's clear that he doesn't like to get hit. So all these guys in this division are just like who you don't want to get hit by. Fucking Robbie Lawler. Even though he beat Robbie like the first couple minutes where he wasn't beating Robbie. Yeah, yeah, he's getting jacked up. I mean, How old's Robbie now? Thirty. We can find out. Thanks to the UFC.com website. Brought to you by UFC. Actually, it doesn't give him his name, or it doesn't give him his age. Oh, maybe. No, event result biography. Uh, 37. 37. Doesn't he have a thing where he won't let his son know that he's a fighter? I don't know. Isn't that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I don't sit at his dinner table. <laughs> 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 just all punchy and like just, spilling shit. It's just him, his wife, his kid, and me at the dinner table every night. Damn, dad. dad dad's stressed out from his office job. Um, what's yeah. after? Who's up next for Adesanya? Paula Costa. Body, body, Paula Costa. Jesus. Then after that, I guess Yoel. John J- <laughs> no. I was talking to people at the gym about this. Hey, the UFC's never going to give you a well uh, Israel Adesanya. Why is that? Because they want to make it. Like, they want to keep want him. Easy to st- yeah. I think Yoel's the only real trouble for him. Yoel's more than just trouble for him. Yeah. I think that's the only person that can beat him. I think everybody else he does fine against. Yeah, there's not a lot going on in there. And it's not because, it's not because Israel's not the best in the world. I just think... I just think Yoel is one of those dudes that everything that you usually get away with, he's he's so unpredictable that, and he can, can he can do things inhuman like that. It's like you don't know what to prepare for, and if you if you move left when you should have moved right, even a little bit, mm-hmm. it's fucking donezo. Like that dude is so. And he's so odd. He's like he's a martial artist on top of being like uh, a, a competitive wrestler. Where just a murderer of a wrestler. But he loves, he loves 
martial arts in the way that he takes taekwondo and he does all these like little extra things really yeah he does he does these extra things that he kind of like tony ferguson he's like a mm. weirdo but it helps his game in the long run because he does these little things that offset even when he was going against uh luke rockhold he bent down touched his knee like jabbed at his knee foot like he's just that shit worked too yeah he's awkward he's awkward so he's awkward on top of that he's able to do superhuman level things yeah almost in the cage that the leaning back the con- the conventional kickboxing and I'm not saying that israel out of sun is conventional in kickboxing but you need a guy who's so durable and i don't know i, I just feel i feel as though he's just one of those guys that and he can go five hard rounds mm-hmm. robert whitaker barely won the that cardio's there as as well as the yeah, it's you just, know, muscular it's stature. Like in a, second. a lot of power, dude. Yeah. So much power. What's next for Rockhold? Nothing. No, he came out on Twitter. He's not fighting again. Really? Yeah, he kind of just like fuck this. He put out an Instagram the other day of him on the on a on a first class flight with his dog. Really? Just sitting there eating food that I could only dream about on a plane. You know what I mean? He's like, and he's like pointing at the dog. Doesn't know how good he has it. I was like, bitch, you don't know how good you have it. Are you kidding me? So he's just gonna like model. You went, from, you went from getting like your job broken on live TV to still flying first class. Yeah. Like you're like like Bla- Blockovich, Juan Blockovich probably had to fly coach back home. Like, <laughs> Made shit. Money. Like that dude is number five in the world at the top of his game right now. That motherfucker rode coach back home, and you just picked up your things. I know it sucked, man, but you got on that first class flight back to your crib, and then now you're. You you got your jaw wired shut, and now you're just waiting for that modeling contract. Did they ever show his face all fucked up? No, no. I don't think it was bad. It might have just been like a... Like a fracture or something there. Well, I, I wouldn't mind getting down to Hard Knocks before he I'm splits sure he'll up. Still he'll train. probably train. Uh. Coach and... Uh, uh, uh. You don't think he'll coach? Hmm. Do privates up. and shit? Hmm. I would do that. Not if he's modeling. How long is that going to last, dude? Dude, he could he could have, like, he could just keep the hair he has. Homie's thinning. Homie's thinning. But what if he gets into hymns and then it just turns gray? And then he's like, oh, shit. Brought to you by hymns. Uh, and then he gets a... Uh, sorry about that, guys. Um, but then he gets gray hair. Oh, silver fox. Uh-huh. Dude's a good-looking cat. It's probably why... He's my favorite. I like a I like a pretty boy that can do some damage, such as not yourself. <laughs> There's not a lot of those. Yeah, you got Khabib, who's just a fucking monster. Looks like hell. It's a staple look, man. That Dagestani look. Jesus, dude. Whenever there's someone that looks like Khabib in the gym, you know that fucking scraggly beard. They're just kind of gray. They're just gray. They hadn't been in the sun. They just live under fluorescent lighting. <laughs> In a fuck on the mats, Cejudo's another one, dude. Like he's kind of gray. He's just a gray human. Dude, Cejudo, they uh, he did a below the belt like uh, taco truck thing, the taco, the food diaries with Brendan Schaub, mm-hmm. and they pretty much just talked about his personal life and his dating life. That shit's hilarious. Is he a goofball? Uh, no, he's just a really Full confident silly. dude. So, but he's just short. Uh, so he yeah, took. This, he's talking about how he went to the fights in Australia. And he took this really tall supermodel chick. Um, 
there, and they were talking while he was in Australia, so they were kind of going on dates and stuff, but he invited her out to the fights. She's taller than him. And she, he was like, yeah. And he, and he, uh, Brendan's like, does that bother you? And he goes, no, I told her to put on her six-inch heels. <laughs> you know, he's just got that confidence. He's just got I that. like it. It's weird how, like, you know, but he's shorter guy. guys usually tend to like taller gals. Yeah, maybe. And then, but tall gals hate that shit. But then they're tall. Like, I watched a, uh, there was a video on, in, like, Facebook or something where it was, like, this 5'6 kid took this 6'9 chick to prom. Damn, dude. And those are the people that end up having, what kind of kids? Like, is being tall dominant or is being short dominant? I don't I don't know. Yeah, right. It would be that. Because there's a lot of things that just. A lot would go into that. It'd probably just be an average little fuck. Or a midget. Or a small person. I don't know what you say. Um, Vertically retarded. <laughs> so, yeah. If you want to be correct about okay. it. Vertically, yeah. Vertically slow, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude. I think it's just. That or would be do you a, get someone that's a, the next, you know. Well, my my mom is like five four, five five. My dad's six five. Yeah, but was what if it was the other way? Um, Does that then I'd be? have no respect for my father. <laughs> and then when your father told you to go to your room, you put your hand on his head <laughs> and you big brother him. <laughs> go to your room. Um, yeah, uh, I think it's well. That's what I mean. Would you then in turn be five six because your dad's five six, or would you be six nine, like your mom? In this case, no, because you take after I got to break out the Punnett square, dude. Yeah, I know, Get right? my Mendel shit That's on. what I'm talking about. Like, it's just through... It's just whatever the dominant allele is. Which is crazy. Like, that's how I... Like, just a little bit of knowledge about that kind of dominant recessive genes. Like, you can kind of guess. Yeah. Isn't that funny as shit? Like, I'm about to take the uh, the GREs in... Uh, or the GRE in November. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's math questions on there that I haven't looked at since, it's like, 2006. But just that fucking private school <laughs> education, I still got it, dude. I mean, I can That's still right. like. We went to private school. Yeah, dude, it's tight. Other people don't know how to do like radius and shit. Really? Like, I remembered slope. I haven't even taken a math class since I was, hmm. you know, nineteen or something. But like slope, standard deviation, all that. And I was in the vertically challenged math classes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and vertically retarded math classes. Um. But yeah, dude, it's crazy how some of that stuff will stick with you. And like, I failed so many of those math tests growing up, but I retained something. Hmm. What's crazy though is they don't. I've been told that they don't want people who are like who knock this test out of the park because they're usually like savants. They want with they, the medical field. They want people with bedside manner now more than ever compared to people that are just and i have that i mean i'll throw a fucking finger in you <laughs> yeah you need the you need the the personality you want someone tender and smooth yeah um yeah now i think that they're realizing that if you're you know knocking out these tests straight a's you're probably fucking well you just don't have personal songed out dude you need you're personal. Total savant. like if you're gonna go especially in psychology like you need you personal have, skill like personal What's crazy is, like, within psychology, the thing that slows me down the most is school. Because it's just, like, history, and it's, like, look at it our way. 
But if you just wait, what history do you have to take in psychology? History of psych, like all this shit, you have to go through like the the uh, you know like the lineage. Where did psychology start? Not to like put you on the spot, but like the, I mean, it would be like Socrates and shit like this. So that's philosophy, and then it builds, and then like you know within Germany and. Freudian psychology and then Titchener here and all that shit. When did you can put me on the spot, old boy. I know no, 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 no. Uh, when did they, like, <laughs> my, no, my thing is just like, when did they, when did humans find it a right to let another person judge them and like pay them to do it? Ooh. You know You're talking I mean? about like clinical, like going to see somebody being like, what's going on with me? Tell yeah, me what's like, up. How, how, when did it, when did everyone's self esteem become so low that they could, they would pay people to judge them? I don't know, man. I think what's funny is like, you have to have it pretty damn like what's what's hilarious is how important psychology is becoming because we have it so good mm-hmm. that it's like now we can explore some of like it used to be like you don't feel good get the fuck over it get back to the coal mine boy but now it's it's like you have time to actually realize that you don't feel great yeah. and like you have time to build your like but that your we mental that we that everyone has to I I've been hearing that people have two psychologists. A lot of people have like a therapist and then a psychiatrist. So like well, medication. Pills, yeah, right. Well, yeah. They go to the, <laughs> it's because they go to the psychologist and they're like, uh, so about that Xanax. And they're like, we can't do that. And they're like, well, then who do I go to? Well, here's my buddy. He'll write you a script. Which they do work together. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, they refer and everything, which. Because um, yeah, Jeremy and fucking Brian have this script writing company together, which is pretty much what it is. Wait, who is this? No, no. Just like. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Psychiatry, like oh, they're they're teamed up. Yeah, they're you throw to me, up. and we'll, you know, pass I'll, down. I'll fucking. Which send you, you really like in an ideal world, you should never have a primary care provider. I mean, you're gonna trust one dumb fuck with all of your health. Everyone asks me uh, whenever I go to things, they ask me about a primary care provider. I don't have one. You should. Well, that's because you are Brazilian privileged. But does everyone have a primary care? Most people, that's their doctor. So, like, yeah. I have a doctor, and he keeps me healthy. I just felt healthy. like I'm not old enough. Not that I'm not old. I just, I'm not going in for the regular, like, the regular stuff at the moment. Right. Well, eventually, like, I think it's just insane that you go see one person who's Even just kind of like a going... blanket guy. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe one guy to, like, do your, like, your physical and stuff like right. that. But still, like. Or just your blood work, but you should have specialists. I mean, what does this oh, guy? Oh, what does okay. this guy know about your diet? You're saying instead of instead of just going to that person all the time. Yeah, you should have a yeah. psychologist, a psychiatrist, oh, yeah. uh, you know, an endocrinologist, the whole fucking. Well, night. That's but I mean, that's, if, if I have a problem with something, I'm going to go to the person that's specialty is that. Like, yeah. If I have a foot issue, then I'm going to go to a podiatrist. If I have a exactly dermatologist yeah, instead, of, yeah, but this this thing, fucker's yeah. like. Basically, your blanket to all of that. So but most like, of the time, don't they just re- recommend you going to yeah. a specialist? Yeah, but it's jacked up, man. They're all like, I mean, I could go off on the medical system for a hot minute, but like, they do. We got intelligent listeners. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I only have one listener. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, but it's just like this guy has just like a broad medical training. You know, like they're a doctor, yeah, they're MD, but what like how how do you know what my situation is? Like how do you know what how my cholesterol should look or what diet I'm on? Why should I follow like a specific diet when that's well, not my body type or something like that? Well, or? there's a my mom goes to one. It's um 
the one in Raleigh where she does everything through blood work, right? Yeah, yeah. Now that's a, how you want to do I it. I forget what it's called, but you're not a doctor. You're a doctor, but you're not a you're a osteo osteopathic osteopathic Oste- osteopathic your mom said it and i know what she's talking about which yeah, that, that shit's cool you're you're te- i guess they're technically a doctor but not i don't know if they're a phd doctor i don't know but i mean it doesn't take a lot to just understand basic blood work yeah. and stuff you know understand your cholesterol levels your glucose but she's, levels she's like super she goes into like alkaline versus acidic and shit like that, right? Well, B, she's, B12 she, shots every day. and Yeah, she's a little. She doesn't believe in something. I forget what it is. Empirical science. No, no, no. <laughs> no there's something that she, she's against that is just proven that it's okay. Forget what it is. Forget what it is. Maybe it's the red meat thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like she has an <sighs> issue with like the red meat thing, and it's like. What a dummy. Which, that's all, like, that's so fucked up because those red meat studies, it's like, they eat red meat. Yeah, but they also, like, they smoke cigarettes. You're just looking at people that, yeah. like, not the quality of the red meat they eat. Which I do think we eat too much meat and we're going to get colitis at some point. But. Right, but if you eat a lot of meat, right, and then you put a side of mashed potatoes, and then you throw gravy on that mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. and then you throw broccoli on top of it. Not saying that broccoli is bad, but as far as a, as far as a carbohydrate... It's on the higher end. So now you're having two fuel sources. So, like, if you're if you're not necessarily ketogenic, but if you're burning fats, if you're fat adapted, mm-hmm. then that meat and everything, like, you got to have that shit. A little bit of broccoli is not gonna gonna kill you. It's actually great for you. But then you throw those potatoes on there. Now you have well, dual fuel sources, it's the, and you it's just the, yeah, it's the pota- mostly the potato. But yeah. mo- I'm just trying to think of like when you get a steak from a restaurant. Yeah, it's steak, what, potatoes, what is it? potato and then some broccoli. kind of veggie? Not saying that bread to start. Broccoli and steak isn't bad together because that's that's fine. It's pretty much all I eat is right. <laughs> meat and broccoli. It's not it's not a cheap diet. It, it, it which is I mean most people that sucks. I'm sorry that that's your issue, but chicken's always an option. Um, it, what the issue to me with that, it's just like there are other, yeah, there are lifestyle choices outside of that. But if you're, if you're eating that way, if you're eating a lot of steak, also mind the fat. Like I know, so I know some places you get meat and they have like a slab of fat. It's, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. There's mind no the, way that's okay. Yeah. Mind, <laughs> like, mind the fat. Um, it needs to be a good quality piece of beef. But it's one thing to go eat that and then go home and immediately sit on the couch. Oh, God, just, yeah, yeah. Just let it sit. If you're going to eat something that big, you have to start moving and you have to like walk it, take a walk, long walk after dinner. T- do something to just at least get it moving. Like an 8-ounce or even a 6-ounce, it's fine. You know, Just right. slice it up, do like a nice uh, right. chimichurri sauce on it or something. It's just that they're not putting the physical work into after eating that but well, let me ask you this so let's say you're out to eat and they come you order a steak and they bring you a steak that's it yeah. you're gonna be like uh where's the rest of everything right well, everybody people expect you want your how, sides and all that yeah but it depends on how good the fucking steak well is, okay yeah yeah obviously like yeah. if you're if you're brazilian steak well even then i still want my like you know some mozzarella and and you know stuff like that I think I think what you should I think what re, I'm not a restaurateur or anything in that facet, but if you want to do something like that, you just charge a lot for the meat, 
and you get a fucking good ass por- like you just go like it, you automatically just become like a good portion size meat place and then you charge extra for sides yeah i just like people expect so much more with the meat it's like right. just that meat's fine and then later you eat just a salad and then something like that you know but i just think we have it like that restaurant american restaurant model to where it's like we have to have the sides the salad the bread yeah. the dessert I mean, if you skip out on the dessert, it's kind of like, what? what? That's what I've, I've realized this recently. I went to lunch with Mom and Quinn after my jiu-jitsu competition. And we went to a place that is American food. And you look on the, you look on the, the menu, and it's, it's pretty generic food as far as you have a sandwich section, you have salad section. But as far as the entrees go, there's always some steak thing, mm-hmm. and that's that's super that's super common. And the steak is usually like a New York strip with, I mean, it's kind of French, but they do French fries next to it, or they do something like that. And I go, or with a sandwich that I got, it was a good sandwich, but it comes with French fries next to it. Mm-hmm. And you're just overloading the carb aspect and it's not that these restaurants can't be good for you it's just that aspect it's because we have a it's the plating yeah if you just get something they don't know how to plate it like you just have uh the item you ordered or the default is always fries fries. yeah but i mean i've met people that don't eat like they don't have variety in their food like they like the chicken tenders they don't eat anything else Jesus. And I just don't... I don't get it. I, I don't get it, maybe because I don't... I've never been in... I didn't come from that world where that's what you had, and that's all you could have. I, ha- I was lucky enough to be able to eat different foods from all over and, and have variety. We were some fatties, too. Yeah. We were some fat boys. I, I, we, I was talking to my mom about that. We had this... Mama had a book club dinner or whatever, and they were prepping before... And they were talking about how we never had snacks. And I was like, we only had Cheerios in our house. And my mom's like, and the ones without sugar. I was like, okay, fucking get on the high horse all you want to. But I was still a fat kid. So I don't know what you, I don't know what <laughs> proud moment you had, but I was still fucking fat. I Which was is like, crazy because we, like, we did have, like, my mom only cooked healthy and, uh-huh. and whatnot. We never had, like, chips or anything around the house. But god damn, I knew how to make a meal rich. You know, I would, like, really, really dress it up. Right. Well, that's I how think, I had tits. Well, I think that's where I also got, uh, where I went wrong a little bit is where my mom would be like, here's the food. It's he- all healthy. It's good food. But since I'm eating food that I don't want to eat, such as at the, at the time, like as a kid, I didn't want to eat asparagus or whatever, Brussels sprouts. You want. So I put like ketchup on it. Mm, yeah, I dress it up with me, sauces. Right. So in order for me to be able to like. There's ways it. around it. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm. Which is nowadays I know I'm, I'm more cognizant and aware, so I know what I can and cannot put on my food. But at the base of it, now I don't mind eating asparagus. I don't mind eating Brussels sprouts because I know it's better for me. And yeah, the, and the taste doesn't really offset the benefits of it. See, I I love that chip. But one thing that you do that I kind of envy is you can have like a cheat meal and yeah. just not think about it. It doesn't ruin your day or anything. If I ate that, I would be, I mean, in the moment, 
I'd be frothy in my loins. But, but I'm not, afterwards, I'm not. I'm not. And that's. I don't know. That's why I don't get it with you. Is because I'm not. What's the word for it? Self-conscious on my workout. I know the work that I put in every day. That whatever I eat that day or the next day, like no one in the vicinity is putting in that fucking work. And I can eat that. People can't eat that because they're not burning the same amount. So I could do I know the that same thing, right? Crush the workout, even have a compensating workout the next day, right? right. Still, I would think about it nonstop. Well, I'm not saying that I work out as much as Floyd Mayweather because I don't have the money and the time he does. But he can eat that stuff, right? And if, like, And he's working out. He's not even... I'm not saying he doesn't work out hard, but he's a boxer, right? Aye. He doesn't have to cover so much. He, he's got a set workout, running. It's mostly cardio-based. Mm-hmm. But he's not Michael Phelps. Like, he's not, he's not, like, it's not the same type of, it's just running. And it's a very methodical pace. And then he goes and puts in bag work. You've done bag work. It's nothing crazy. He just puts in more time with it. He puts in a little bit more power, a little bit more technique to it. And then he does spar. And there's like things that he does, and you've done every single one of those things. And you go, even if you do it at the hardest and fastest, like you'll get a good workout in. But you know there's things that are more taxing on the body. Like there's more, at the end of the day, you burn more calories doing other things. Right. Because in right. fighting, it's very short bursts. Explosive. Right? Yeah. So when you go and do these long endurance runs, you burn way more calories. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you get a girl like uh, Dole Walter. Courtney DeWalter, yeah. That just eats like shit, but she, it doesn't they affect her. They can't affect her. She yeah. ha- literally has to eat like shit to get that. And so you're in that situation where you're not at that level. You're not doing that, but you're doing more than the average person. And you're significantly more where if you took a cheat day, it shouldn't bother you because you may feel it, but then whatever, you're fine. Yeah, it's it's all mental. It's yeah. just body. I know. I know for and, you, it's more just a this yeah. thing than anything. Like I don't. Which that's stronger than yeah, any. I like you know, I don't, I don't even. Yeah, but like, I like how you can fluctuate from like, you know, jujitsu comp weight to just like walking around weight. I would be like losing my shit at like gaining and losing weight. That's which, crazy because your metabolism, your, since your metabolism is faster, I see I see the difference night and day for myself like i can look in the mirror and go oh i'm fat i'm like i put on a little bit or i can look in the mirror and go oh damn i'm looking you can take a week and it's gone right with you you're burning it so much that's why fasting for you might not be the best thing i mean it works like if it works for you it works for you but um like my mom can't fast uh her friend annette can't there's a there's a lot of people that can't but it's just because their metabolism's like that and the best example i had was Going back to this past weekend, we had this big dinner the night before, and like eleven o'clock the next day, my mom wanted us to eat breakfast, and and they were talking about fasting. And yeah, you can fast like no one's business because eleven o'clock, fucking crazy. Eleven o'clock the next day, they're like, "Can you?" They're like, "Do you want to eat?" I was like, "No, I can literally feel dinner from last night. I can still that I can still feel it." That's crazy to me. But it's not. It's like I'll lounge and stuff in my free time. And that's why I can fast. It's not that I'm fasting and it's like a mental, like up here, I'm just like white knuckling it through life or anything. I just, I literally feel dinner from last night. It just hasn't 
fasting is the hardest thing for me. Just but your body type might 12, not be that. 12 to 16. But I do put insane calories within my feeding window. I'm just trying to get like the cellular autophagy yeah. aspect of it. But how you can do that, right? I could go full churrascaria at yeah, no. 11 and be breakfast buffet yeah, no. at 8. Easy. So we did something like that in Vegas where we went to this really nice steak place. And we got a bunch of food. It was awesome. It was an amazing time. The next day, Piper's ready to go and get uh, pancakes. Jesus Christ. And so we go and and I get pancakes. But my stomach is out to here. And no lie, I weighed in the day before at 149 pounds. That day, after... After the steak dinner the night before, I had pizza before that, like because I'm I'm following Piper's ready to eat, and Piper, just like you, can just plow through everything and somehow look the same. He go we go pizza before, then we have this big steak shit, then the next day we have the pancakes and stuff. We go to the we go to the the place. I go on the scale to check. I mind you, 148 the day before. I weigh in 162. No fucking yeah, way, dude. But it's dude. just because it's still right here. <laughs> so I put on like 12 pounds, like 10 to 14 Jesus pounds. Christ. But it didn't go anywhere. It's because it just, my body doesn't. Shit more, dude. I do every morning. <laughs> are, you, are you just on like a steady no, opiate diet? No, I fucking I have natural shit schedule and everything. Damn, dude. Yeah, it's um, just weird. Yeah, that's crazy. maybe then I wasn't. Maybe then I didn't because of all the steak and shit, and it just didn't come. Out. Like I just couldn't. Is there anything that you can't eat at this age? Like you're 25. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, people oh, start bitching about, about like I can't eat things anymore, and like, uh, yeah, you can. Shut the fuck up. I can feel the difference. Like if I I had like if you have if I have sugar. Oh God! Of course, like that stump that the stomach age when you the stomach ache when you're a kid that you kind of just like shake off. Yeah, like now I can be like, oh damn! If I eat carbs, like if I eat some tortilla chips, my stomach expands, it cramps, and everything. It's hell. But like I can Uh, uh, rip Mexican food. I mean, gluten for me, gluten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything like if I have a pizza or something, then yeah, I can definitely beer. Uh, I don't hate beer, but I just feel it, man. Like, we just had some tequila Espelon. Um, Podcast is brought to you by Espelon. The finest of... fucking wish. Dude, dude, that'd be so tight. Um, no, but I... Like, tequila is fine. I That, to me, works way better than... It's carb-free. It's sugar-free. It's, it's just those kinds of things. But I don't know if it's because there are times where I'll go off and do sugar and gluten-free stuff, and then I go back to it. And, and it's ev- rough. And every time my body's like... We want to do this again. That's what. That's where I'm at. It's like your body knows, like, oh shit, but we I'm can still live 25, with it. so I can shake it off, mm. right? But like spicy foods don't get me. I prefer some spicy food. You know, yeah. if I can throw no, some jalapeno in any meal. So that that's the Thai style that you told me about. So I've started incorporating like a balance of spice throughout every meal. Well, for any fighters that are listening out there, especially them white fighters, yeah, square up. Y'all don't fucking. Season your food. Um, a little Whoa, tri- dude. <laughs> a little trick in, like, when you cut weight to season stuff, instead of using salt, because salt retains water, uh, spice it up. Like, put mm. jalapenos in it. Yeah. And then that way it'll actually 
boosts your metabolism, gets you to sweat. You have some seasoning in the food that makes it different than just... Does it actually boost your metabolism? I've been asking a couple different doctors. I'm getting mixed because they're dumbasses. They're uh, PCPs. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yes, no, I guess. Uh, I, I guess it... It's however you feel, dude. I mean, uh, I like if I if I rip a... To me, it does. If I rip a couple of raw jalapenos with, you know, which which what I was saying is I'll if just anything, cook a steak. Yeah. So I'll just cook a steak up. and then throw some jalapeno with that steak mm-hmm. and maybe like a little bit of either like grass-fed butter or like an organic mayo on the steak. I'm feeling fucking good. Yeah. It's burning. I'm like, get a little sweat to me. If I can maintain that sweat throughout the day, hell yeah. I think if anything, it just raises your internal body temperature. Rico Verhoeven goes off body temperature. It's not a bad thing to go off of. That's pretty. That's that seems I mean, pretty when solid. You, when you take Molly, you pretty much have to go off your body temperature. Dude. Well, MDMA. <laughs> yeah. Molly, you got to go off a lot of things, but no, like no, no, pure no, no. MDMA. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean. Is uh, like your whole your whole focus on life then is to just make sure that you cool the system down. Hell yeah. I mean, if you want to take your body, I assume cars are made the way that they're made, computers are made the way that they're made, because it's kind of a, the only way we can conceptualize things is the way our body functions, so then we have to project it onto an object and then make that object function kind of the way that we function. That's, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. So, like, a car has an engine that can get overheated and different things like that, and most of the time... Like, why do, you know... That's funny, because we always equate things to cars whenever we're talking anatomy, and it's like... But no, we but made, we are the car. We, we made cars. Yeah. So our brain has to go off of something. Some sort of system. You don't have to... Yeah. Okay. So, you know, cars don't just function on a whole different concept of how, like, that certain things have to fit into a certain area, and they have to connect, and they have to, you know, they have to pump the certain way, and fucking mm. all the car shit. Car stuff. Engineering. Dude, we know, Levers. We know nothing about cars. Pistons. <laughs> Brake fluid. <laughs> Carburetors. Carburetors. Um, so it, it's essentially what I'm trying to say is, uh, yeah, in that moment, you're so concerned with, my God, my engine light is on the overheating thing. So but isn't it weird how you and, – and, so look, I've, my whole thing is – I know we talked about it earlier today. Humans are fucking bad at living, right? We're bad at doing things. We're bad at having relationships. We don't, we don't fuck right. We don't have relationships right. We don't eat right. We don't exercise right. We're not active enough. We do everything wrong. But here's what fucks me up is our body does that. So when you are raging on – I don't know about Molly, but let's say pure MDMA – and you're kind of controlled and you're aware of what's going on, you notice that you feel cold. Mm. So you like almost want to put more layers on, but really that means you're burning the fuck up. Yeah, and what do you want to do? You hate food like and you hate water. And, but you're like, okay, I, my mouth is dry. I need to drink water. Really, you need electrolytes more than water. You need salt water. You need like pink Himalayan salt water with lemon or like those little tab things you have over there. It's just like your body's dumb too. Yeah. So that's my question. Your body naturally does all that stuff, right? It's all stuff that's counterintuitive to what you need to do. Right. So the people that listen to your body, to like the bo- all of the counterintuitive stuff, is that natural selection in the sense that they're tr- like you're like, like it's giving you the wrong instructions. It's so like when you're tired, fucking- it wants you to consume shitloads of carbs. Right. To get like a quick jolt. 
right? Which your your body's right in a lot of things. Like it's right to be anxious until you don't need to be anxious but I- anymore. The, the carb thing is a little different in sugar because we've now like if our body didn't know those things existed, then it probably wouldn't crave those things. Well, because if, if we never had, if I never had a gummy bear, like a, anything that had the sugar dense, true. like the sugar volume of fuck a soda, right? Let's say I've never had anything with sugar besides maybe apples, like or not even because then those are kind of chemically and genetically like, right. They have, so let's say I never had any. I come from a deserted island. I had whatever it was on the island, and then I come and I drink a soda. Now my body has a threshold to crave sugar that it didn't have before. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why with the sugar and carb thing, if your body's like before, I had was introduced that sh- to that uh, caffeine and sugar boost. What would my body crave if I was needed to be awake? The, here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing about it. Breast milk is fatty and sugary, mm. so it might be natural. No, yeah, but so, like, so if you uh, scare the shit out of me, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> they're listening to the cat. Uh, it was worth it. <laughs> but like, if so, if basically tit milk is a goddamn marshmallow, right? So if you have, but not to that vol- not to that sugar, not to the not to the amount of sugar that an actual marshmallow has, right? Right, right. So you you would have that that craving, and that craving is good for like a temporary. Basically, your body's trying to get you out of a pinch. Right. So it's always trying to be like fucking shortcut. yeah, no. shortcut. Do this so we just don't die right now. Right, but right, in the right. long, like cortisol levels, everything. But in the long term, you fucksville. And right. if you just live in the long term like that, where your stress is always high, your insulin levels are always out of whack, right. you're constantly eating the wrong shit, you're always tired, you don't fuck right. Because you're weird and awkward and you fuck with your socks on. <laughs> then you're just going to be miserable. Sometimes then it'll just slide off. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I like to poo bear it. <laughs> and sometimes I like the traction. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, so that's pretty much how you need to live. And you heard it here first. So a lot of sugar, a lot of carbohydrates. Because mm-hmm. your body needs the shortcuts. Dude, numb it. Why, Get on SSRIs. Why long con it when you can just... <laughs> Get to the fucking finish line. Go see your PCP. Guys, this is a race. <laughs> We're trying to win. Just get to the finish line. Why even fucking try to live that long? It's a What's sprint, the point? baby. It's a sprint, dude. They, put, they make 32-ounce big gulps, dog. It's a fucking fast pass, if you ask me. We're trying to get to the end. 32, way too old. Let's cut it. 25. <laughs> We're not supposed to live that long anyways. Fucking living in these shelters and shit. Keeping the animals out. Dude, hell yeah. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Uh... Diaz or Masvidal? Uh, Mas- mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Diaz is kind of like with this whole incident that happened this past week. The way you broke it down for me today, because I drank the Kool Aid. The way you broke it down for me this morning, I was like, oh, he's I'll get, I'll, I'll br- sassy little bitch. I'll break it down right now because we're forty six minutes into this podcast that no one listens to. That, uh, <laughs> that if they find this gem, they can fucking archive it someday. Yeah. And be like, he told the truth. This is Messiah. Um, so. With the Masvidal, Nate Diaz thing, Nate Diaz recently came out in a Twitter or tweet of his um, that he was po- he got popped by USADA for some SARMs thing, and uh, he might not be able he wasn't going to be able to fight on the card next weekend. Now everyone in the fight community was like, "Oh shit, USADA, they got him! Fucking oh my god!" Uh, and everyone was freaking out. So. What happened was then, then it started gaining popularity or publicity, 
publicity with it and Jorge power Masvidal, through it, Shab. Yeah. <laughs> um, even Jorge Masvidal commented about it. They were talking about replacements with Leon Edwards, and everyone was just like chirping at it and talking about it. But I just remembered the last time Nate was about to fight Dustin, he said he was gonna pull out because he didn't fucking feel like it, and everyone was like, "Oh my God, is Nate gonna even show up to the fight?" So the fight was still on because nothing was official. And that's what you have to believe in. Until they call it off, then don't worry about it. You get to the point where eventually everyone is like, reports are coming out. Nate's being able to fight. He's able to fight. And Nate's like, I'm not fighting until everyone clears my name. And the little bitches they all are, they all bit on the little bait. And Dana's like, Nate is fighting. I 100% believed he never would cheat. And Usada's like, and, and then his- Usada came out. And Usada's like, yeah, Nate didn't pop for anything. It's just all getting them to say that he's not on steroids, yeah, yeah. dude. That is such a power play. And not only Holy that, hell. he just got everyone to freak out about something. I don't know how Jorge's feeling. He went and did this, like, thing, and he probably ate a lot. And just it kind of just throws you off rhythm. And he's not he didn't do anything. He just went on there and go, oh, man, I got popped for something. And then and then you saw it was like, yeah, I mean, he had SARMs, but it was like 10,000 grams or 10,000 something below, below like even a detectable yeah, level yeah like they're they just go i mean yeah but not really i love it man he is he is dumb but god he's smart yeah so it's one of those things where i i would like to think through strictly fighting skill wise jorge is more versatile and excels in the areas that nate doesn't in the wrestling the kicking game um there's certain areas that he does but Jorge's a slower starter. Uh, so is Nate's a little bit. He kind of comes out a little bit faster. And he's bigger. And not only that, this whole thing. You just never know. You just never know how Jorge feels now um, going into this fight. I'm, I'm excited. And the whole rest of the card's fucking stacked, too. So, you know. And that's why we're giving it away. I think barbaric fighting is... There's just no place for it in today's society. I think football should be taken from schools. Dude, you're right. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Dude, I, I just wasted three years of my life. Get to the soup kitchen, dude. There's better things to be done. Dude, I gotta go. I gotta start applying for jobs, man. Uh, we gotta stop this. I gotta, I gotta go on monster, dude. All right, guys. I, I don't know, man. I guess, I guess we're gonna stop the podcast. I, I gotta shave this hair. I, I gotta it, get a dude. job. I gotta. You look like the fucking Mexican John Snow. You look, you look sassy over there. You truly, you truly are the fucking Juan Whitney Nieve- Houston to Nieve- my bathtub. Juan Snow. What? Juan. <laughs> Juan. Juan Snow. Juan <laughs> Nieve. I think that's no. That's, that's in, not, that's in like, Vierno or something. Uh, what, no, it's, it's winter. winter. <laughs> it's winter time. <laughs> um, Inverno is coming. <laughs> all right. Let's shut this shit down. All no one's right, even listening. Y'all are a bunch of vertical retards, anyways. Yeah, I know. We're all vertically retarded. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. Yeah. <laughs>